Blog Talk Radio. Zeke should get it. But here's, here's, here's the thing. 
I'm hearing Zeke, you know, they're 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 at odds. He won't be back anytime soon. Maybe the Cowboys should trade him. Um, how dare he go to Cabo? All of this. I remember Demarcus Lawrence several months ago, and how he was holding off on his shoulder surgery, and the Cowboys were trying to figure out a deal, and they weren't together. And then next thing you know, out of nowhere, a deal was made. My my problem is because of the internet, because of cable TV. Because of cell phones, the influence now that these talk shows have cannot be underestimated. The influence of, I listened to um, Marcus Spears call Stephen A. Smith the voice of sports. I, I almost fell out of my chair. I did. I almost fell out of my chair. Stephen A. Smith was never a professional athlete. Stephen A. Smith, who is known for having a unique way of communicating, um, but who is overly dramatic, very popular. Um, clearly, you know, the reports are he's making nine, he's making up to $10 million a year. That's what the reports are saying. Um, you know, on, on one level, I'm proud of him. He's come from nowhere to build an empire at ESPN and to be one of the most sought-after sports commentators out there um you know they lost skip bayless and haven't missed a beat they've lost a lot of their top people and he's carried the network so on that level i'm proud of him where where, where him and i don't agree is i think he's full of shit most of the time and hey if that's what you have to do to make money then so be it i guess but i think he's full of shit most of the time and it annoys the hell out of me he says i say things and i don't really care what people think about me watch his interviews Watch when he's interviewing people that he likes, people that he respects, people that he knows he needs, and watch how he treats them and talks to them. You know, um, I, I, I think he's a liar. <laughs> Let's just call it like it is. I think he does care. And I think he knows who he can ruffle and who he can't ruffle. He's got to do an interview with Carmelo Anthony tomorrow. I'm going to watch it because I want to see what he says. But he's careful not to piss people off to the point where they won't come back and feed him information. They won't come back and do interviews with him. He's very careful to not walk that line. So I think he's full of crap. Secondly, he's a liar, like blatant liar. And he never gets challenged or called out for it ever. And, you know, so he comes out here and, you know, he says things that incite feelings among people, and then it gets people to respond, and it impacts what goes on. And it's not just him. I'm picking on him because he's the voice of sports. <laughs> that still cracks me up. But it's not just him. It's, it's Max. It's Skip. It's Shannon. It's, it's Colin. It's, you know, Nick Wright. It's Chris Carter. It's, you know, it's all of them. And there used to be a time where the sports profession, or, or, I'm sorry, the athletes and coaches viewed it as noise. They viewed it as noise, and they didn't care. Now they're responding. Tom Brady just said, yeah, that's, that's stuff for the debate shows, when asked about his contract. Tom Brady in, in uh, Tom Against Time had clips of Max Kellerman talking about him falling off the cliff, which means he listened means he listens. You know, it, 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 
LeVar Ball wouldn't be LeVar Ball without these shows. Stephen A. Smith wouldn't be Stephen A. Smith without the Cowboys and without LeBron. Skip Bayless wouldn't be Skip Bayless without the Cowboys and LeBron. These guys have made a massive career and millions of dollars off of saying whatever they need to say to incite an opinion or to incite a reaction or to incite some type of response because the sheep out there will listen and the sheep will not hold them accountable. And if you think I'm lying, look at our president because there's a prime example of all of this. Says whatever he wants to say and, you know, let's not hold him accountable. Let's defend him. Let's excuse it. Let's act like he didn't say it. Well, it's in the sports world too. They say whatever they want. They're not held accountable. And it's, and it's, and it's that. Now, you know, trade Zeke. Trade Zeke. I want you to think about the ridiculousness of that statement. To trade the guy who is your number four pick, who's 24 years old, who in two out of three years led the league in rushing and averages 100 yards a game rushing. Okay? You built your entire offense, although originally it was built for Tony Romo. You know, and I still will believe that had Tony remained healthy, the Cowboys would have won at least one Super Bowl by now. So now you've had to rebuild it a bit to accommodate Dak Prescott, who was no Tony Romo. But you built your entire offense around having that home run threat in the backfield. Now you went out and got Amari, Amari Cooper, who is shown to be a stud. Right? You went out and made a great deal to get Amari Cooper. So now you have your new triplets. You've got a good quarterback. He ain't great yet, but he's good. You've got a number one receiver who, in my opinion, you know, and I, I'm, I'm always careful. He's definitely a top 15 wide receiver. Top 10, I'd have to actually sit down and start listing wide receivers. Very possibly a top 10 wide receiver. And you've got a top three running back. Dare I say, number one, I, I'm tired of the Saquon Barkley, you know, that he did it one year. Come back, do it again this year. Now Saquon got my attention. Now, did I feel that way with Zeke when Zeke was rookie? Uh, yeah, because Dallas was 13-3 and three and won a playoff game with a rookie quarterback. So, yeah, I felt that Zeke was a top running back as a rookie because they didn't have they didn't have Tony Romo like the Giants had Eli Manning back there. And they went 13-3, and three, and the Giants haven't seen the playoffs with Saquon. So he's getting numbers, but what's the impact? Kind of like Barry Sanders. I thought Emmitt was a better running back than Barry because Emmitt was on teams that went and won Super Bowls. What is it? What's, the, what's 1,500 yards if it doesn't get you anywhere? And Barry's phenomenal. Barry's a top five all-time back. Phenomenal. But those are hollow, empty yards. What good are you? What difference are you making? And I get it. It's a team game. Don't get me wrong. But that said, you've got a guy like Zeke who you know if they drop eight in the box and you single out Amari Cooper, Amari Cooper's going to beat him. Then you go out and get Randall Cobb, who even at 75%, I think is going to be a better Cole Beasley than Cole Beasley. And look who he played with, Aaron Rodgers. You don't think this guy knows how to run around and play the game? You got Jason Witten returning. Okay, he's 37. He missed a year. He also didn't get beat up for a year. He's steady, Eddie. He's reliable. You got a third and two? Now you've got an option. Instead of Zeke up the middle, now instead of that slant, that predictable slant to Cole 
and trade Zeke. It is the most asinine thing I can think of. But these guys on these shows, it's what they do. You know, with Colin, I think you get better off trading Zeke because you're going to run him 400 times this year, and then how much how much less he's going to have. Now, that's a valid concern. But does that mean you don't pay him? Does that mean you don't – I mean, I don't know. I'm sorry, Jerry, Jerry Jones. Like, you have a history of paying people. Now, now you got Stephen Jones saying, well, we're not going to reset the market. Well, then what the hell are you trying to do with Dak? Dak's expecting $30 million a year. That's what he's expecting because that's the market. What are you going to do with Amari Cooper? Michael Thomas just got paid $20 million a year, $61 million guaranteed, $20 million a year for five years. In comparison, Des Bryant, when he got his last big contract, it was five years, it was $70 million. That's $14 million. Wasn't all that long ago. And now Michael Thomas comes in and now – Highest paid wide receiver in the game, $20 million a year. What do you think Amari's going to be looking for? Somewhere, somewhere up in that category, $17, $18, million, And you're sitting there saying, we're not going to reset the market. Look, guys, do you want to win a Super Bowl or not? I posted somewhere on somebody's Facebook. We were talking about, they were talking about the Cowboys and this, that, and the other. Can the Cowboys win without Zeke? And I said, my kingdom for one season to come into the season with no suspensions, no major injuries, and no holdouts. Can, can I get that one here? We're finally looking at a solid team. We got Randy Gregory who's been applied for um, reinstatement from all accounts, has just been a model person, and put whatever caused that last suspension, it's sounding like it wasn't a relapse. It sounded like it might have been like a missed test or or – something along that line, but it wasn't that he failed or it wasn't that it, it just sounds like he, he there was something that he committed to in the program. He didn't do what he was supposed to do, and they suspended him indefinitely because that's the terms of reinstatement when he was reinstated. So now he's trying to fix that. I hope I hope he can because from all accounts, he's been, he's been clean. He's been a model teammate and all of that. So we're, we're at the point where – you know, Sean Lee's back now. You know, he's got a little injury now, so probably won't see him. Um, but at least his leadership is there, even if he only plays 20 plays a game, even if they limit him because, you know, unfortunately he's not durable. I mean, that's just the reality. But the guy knows how to play, and his impact on those two young linebackers is immeasurable. Our, our coaches all came back. I mean, we have everything we need to go make a march and win a Super Bowl this year. And then we're going to sit here and arguably the best back in the league, we're not going to pay him, right? We're not going to pay him. Or we're going to sit there and go to the press and say how we can we can win a Super Bowl without a top, uh, the NFL's rushing leader. It's not about whether he leads the league in rushing or about. It's about what the defense has to do to adjust to him because they know he's a home run hitter. Every day, I don't care if he leads the league in rushing. I mean, it's a nice bragging point when we're comparing him to Bell and the Gurley and all these guys. Be able to say, well, <laughs> look what he does. Oh, and by the way, last year he caught 77 balls on top of it. For those that said he can't catch out of the backfield like Bell. So while Bell was, you know, on his uh, jet ski partying all year, Zeke was out there rushing for 1,400 yards and catching 77 more balls. 
but we're going to sit here now and say we don't need a number one rusher to win a Super Bowl. We don't, we, you know, we, we're not going to reset the market. That, that's what the Cowboys are saying. Hey, look, pay the man. You know, I get it. We've had salary cap issues for a long time. You made the decision to turn the team over to Dak, knowing that Tony had gotten paid and you owe Tony a lot of money. You made that decision. They ain't got nothing to do with Dak. They ain't got nothing to do with Zeke. They ain't got nothing to do with Cooper. They ain't got nothing to do with D-Law, who did get paid. Pay the man. If you have it, pay him. If you don't, then talk to him and say, look, we need you to wait one more year. We will take care of you. But we have to take care of the people that are on their last year first. But we will take care of you next year. Put it in writing if you have to. I don't know how all this works. But figure out a way to get this man back to training camp. We don't need a repeat of 1993. Emmett Smith misses two games. Jerry Jones says, oh, shit. We can't do this because we're 0-2. They sign him. He comes back. Cowboys won a Super Bowl, their second Super Bowl. Now, that's never happened before, by the way. No team has ever started 0-2 and won a Super Bowl except for the Dallas Cowboys. I don't want it. I don't want it to be this year. This team is. This team's young. This team needs reps. This team needs practice. They need preseason games. Well, Zeke doesn't, but the team does. Pay the man. But for crying out loud, y'all stop listening to these. Let me listen to the shows. I'll listen to all the shows. Y'all stop listening to the shows. The shows have nothing to offer you but a bunch of people's opinions that don't know what they're talking about. They should not have any influence on the negotiations. They really shouldn't. Who cares? The man is worth it. He's 24. You pay him. And you went out, obviously, and got Pollard. You just signed Morris. I'd keep him on the roster, even if you bring Zeke back. I'd keep him. Maybe send Darius Jackson back to the practice squad or something. I don't know. But I think you need to be mindful of Zeke's touches so he's fresh later in the year. I think games where we get bigger leads, if we can go out there and get up 21 nothing. You know, let's rest Zeke every other possession or something. Let's be mindful in how we manage these things. Kellen Moore, our new offensive coordinator. Like, let's think about that throughout the season. You know, we're up 28-7 to in the fourth quarter. Do we need, do we need to run Zeke to, to eat up the clock? Do we really need to do that? Think about creative ways to say, to, to uh, you know, keep him fresh. Now, at the same time, Zeke, if there's an incentive that you get bonuses for, you know, leading the league in rushing and things of that nature, you can't have it both ways. You can't hold out because you're afraid that the Cowboys are going to use you up, so I'm trying to get my money now before they use me up, but then say, okay, feed me, feed me, feed me. You can't have it both ways. If your lifespan is five to seven years, then it's five to seven years then honor your contract and go out there and play. Keep negotiating. But you are under contract for two more years. But, you know, what am I saying? There's no loyalty in this game. Um, Anyway, it's just frustrating. You know, every year there's something. Every year. Every year. 
can never just have a year where we can just sit back with no issues, stay under the radar. Always got to be something. Now every other, now that basketball is done, free agency is done. Um, you know, now that that training camp started, and now that they're about to get into the preseason games, every other topic on all these shows is Dallas Cowboys. It's either Dak, it's either Jerry and Steven, or it's Zeke. And then, and then we get Des Bryant, who comes out and tweets how, you know, something to the effect of he's not interested in playing football right now. But I don't want you to think that I've retired. I have two words, actually probably three words. Who cares? As, man, you were great when you were with us. You know, you did a lot of good things. Um, you know, there were a few drops you had that had me puzzled. The guy of your talent shouldn't have had the drops that you had at key cards in the game. Um, you know, but you, you at one point in time, to me, was the best receiver in the game. Um, and there was, you know, obviously there was a debate between you and Julio Jones at the time. But I, at that time, I had my money on you. Um, but your day is done, bro. I mean, you know, Baltimore gave you a contract last year, and you turned it down. That was a mistake. You know, the Saints pick you up, what, three-quarters of the way through the season, halfway through the season. You go to one practice, and you tear your Achilles. Man, it's over. It's over. I, I honestly think it's over. And he could say that he hasn't contacted any team, but as Shannon Sharp did accurately say, it not work that way. Teams contact you. They have, they've got a big board, you know. They know who's available. And, you know, if somebody is hurt and, and you know, there's an injury and that person's going to miss time, they go to their board. Okay, who's out there? Who's out there that we – who's on the practice squad that we can make an offer to? Who's a free agent that we can go and bring in? How do you think the Cowboys got uh, – what's his name? 46 just signed. Morris. Morris was on his way to New Orleans, and the Cowboys caught him before he got there. And, of course, you know, why wouldn't he go back and play for Dallas? He played two seasons with him and was relatively effective, you know. But they have names. And so if there is a need, um, you know, Jones, you know, uh, ankle is uh, damaged, Julio Jones. His ankle is damaged and He's not going to be in a preseason. So if the Falcons wanted to get some insurance, they could call you. They probably wouldn't, but they could. You know, there's teams out there I know that are looking for wide receivers to come in, and my guess is your phone is not ringing. That's my guess. Because you, last year, wanted to be paid like Des Bryant from three years previous. And that day was over. So now you – you didn't play at all last year, not one game. Now you're saying, I don't want to play. You think you could just, okay, when I'm ready, they're going to, they'll call me. Well, I'm ready now. Okay. Come on, man. You know, Des, I mean, I'm sure you've got a lot of, uh, I, I see you on Instagram with Jay-Z and stuff. And, um, you know, I see you on uh, oh, maybe Twitter. I don't know where I saw it. I think it was Twitter. But anyway, I've seen pictures of you out there with Jay-Z. I know you're working with Rock Nation. You know, you still have some branding out there being dead. I mean, you were on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine not that long ago. I'm sure there's business opportunities for you. Um, but 
it's over. I, I, I would be shocked if you got another opportunity. I really would. I just don't see it. Um, so that's all I got right now, guys. I had to vent. I'm annoyed. I just want to go into this season relatively healthy with all the pistons firing in my engine. And then when we have that and we lose, I've got nothing to complain about. Even injuries are part of the game, so you've got to kind of deal with the injuries. But when you have suspensions and holdouts, come on. It's it just, you know, it's it's ridiculous. And it's, it's, you know, it would just be nice to just start the regular season. I don't really care about preseason. It doesn't matter to me. But it would be nice to start the regular season ready to roll. And we have time. we got a month. So let's see what happens. So I'm going to get on out of here. I hope I entertained you at least for a little bit. Uh, I'll be, you know, we'll be back on the air soon. I'm going to reach out to the fellas and see when they want to do a show. And, um, you know, I hate Tuesday nights because I feel like by the time we get, you guys get to us Tuesday night, everything that needs to be said has already been said, except we can't do Monday nights because of football. So I, I don't know what to do about that. But I do feel like by the time you get to us on Tuesday night, it's over. Like, you, 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 you've heard all the Sunday talk on Monday, and then the Monday game you've heard on Tuesday. So by the time you get to us Tuesday night, what's left? <laughs> what's left for the Madden boys to talk about? Um, so I'm going to give that some thought. The Madden video game will be coming out soon. Uh, I've never seen it get so much airtime with the ratings and uh, – um, you know, coach talking about he looks like someone from The Walking Dead, and you know I'm not in that in that side of the business any longer. Um, it, it's just not for me any at this stage in my life. It was good while it lasted. I enjoyed. I still have a lot of great relationships over there. I still keep in touch, as you guys know. K Star is coach of the show, and he's still very involved. I still keep in touch with a lot of the players that I know and have met, you know, through social media. Some of the new, young, up and coming guys. Um, but as far as me being a part of it on a day-to-day basis, that'll never happen. It, it just, I have, I don't have the interest, I don't have the desire. Um, but it's interesting on now on the outside looking in to watch, and it's kind of interesting to feel like a lot of the things that the Madden game has turned into the, today, that the EAFL, which was the league that I ran, and some of the people that came through the EAFL influenced. I mean, there's a guy that works for EA Sports. And his introduction into the Madden game was my league. That's Gibbs. And that's Gibbs does uh, manuals now for EA Sports. Well, years ago, S. Gibbs' introduction into the Madden game was being a member of the EAFL. And then S. Gibbs decided to do a uh, – he did like a TV show in the studio, asked me what I thought. I thought I, told him I thought it was dumb. didn't think it was going to work. Shows how much I know. It actually blew up. So, hey, I can be wrong, too. The omniscient one can make mistakes. And uh, he partly that into, you know,
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.